0: Of the podcast open to everyone, especially Tanahashi's missing teeth. My name is Luke. I am your host of the Never Open podcast, and with me, as always, is that Mister Guy. Say hello, to that Mister Guy. Hello, that Mister Guy. That's me. <laughs> My name's Andy,
1: and I'm. Uh, I have mixed feelings about this show. We're going to talk about.
0: I have mixed <laughs> like, feelings.
1: You know, we're we're going to talk a lot about how this show made us feel, which is maybe different than what we usually talk about but uh i'm excited to get into it there was a lot of really good wrestling on the show as well um as storylines that i just just make my heart broken plus where's just four guys
0: yeah well i don't know man but uh i feel like there was enough heartbreak on on uh, this episode of the new beginning which we'll be covering today <laughs> uh that we didn't need any extra added heartbreak of <laughs> just four or guys lose and even more so uh yeah, there is that. That's what we're doing it today, everyone. We're covering the Osaka show. It was on last night for us. And before we do that, <clears throat> some professionalism. Whoa. Mm-hmm. All right, so here we go. There are ways people can contact us and interact with us if they wish to. Uh, neveropenpod at gmail.com for all written and voice emails. And if you want to interact with us on the Tweety, if that's fucking possible, uh, just do it on uh, at neveropenpod or for me, Uh at Grumpy2EB, or for Mr. Guy, at Drews for tweets. And we also have a Teespring store where you can buy merch that'll make you look never as far. So there you go. Professionalism done.
1: Yeah, everyone should do those things that you mentioned. you know. And it seems like Twitter's fixed now because you had quite a few people interacting with you last night, um, you know. which is, I don't know, there'll be a little bit of Twitter talk later. But uh, we also, later in the show, we will have another wrestler diary so just to let you guys know and it's a it's a it's a good one so this will be fun but luke first we have to talk about strong we forgot to talk about this last week that last week's episode is so jam-packed full of awesomeness we couldn't you know remember to talk about strong because we don't care about it but that like has changed it's morphing into something else so basically the idea is that now strong is no longer a tv show that's that's weekly and it's, it's like, that's done, that's over. And now all of the New Japan shows in America, the live events or pay-per-views or whatever, what have you, those will be under the strong banner. So now Strong New Japan Strong is New Japan America, basically. So that's kind of what has happened. We forgot to mention it last week because we don't care. And, you know, but we have to get the news out of the New Japan
0: well yeah i guess we better start fucking caring soon because our favorite boy uh yeah. is yeah all right we'll get to that <laughs> we sure will oh my goodness yeah all right so all right with, yeah all right let's do it let's get into it. it it is new beginning in osaka it is sold out full cheering and the crowd did not disappoint tonight last night so what did you think uh oh yeah you got some uh info on the uh on the place that the show was held at, there
1: yes of course i do you know um but i do want to mention that the atmosphere was palpable you know it was something else and like because this every wrestler had a like a little extra spring in their step in this night because this was kind of like the first crazy fucking crowd they've been in front of in so long where it's all full last weekend was was a good crowd but it's Osaka they're fucking insane so this was clearly a you know another another milestone in the uh return to normalcy uh that we're having here but the Osaka prefectural gymnasium is where we're at and it's interesting so most of the time we're in these like you know prestigious b-league basketball uh you know team kind of uh, arenas which are amazing Dolphins. yeah Dolphins and Aichi Stadium is the best and uh You know, but this is actually a sumo uh, venue. All right. Originally, it was a sumo venue and it has an interesting history with pro wrestling. So obviously, New Japan has run there quite a few times. All right. But before that, it had this event there. um, and, And there is a little overlap, I guess, time wise. But they used to have this event there called Osaka Hurricane. And that was Osaka pros like kind of big show of the year. And it was is it it's just a great name for a show Osaka Hurricane I love that um, and then and this has all kinds of people that have wrestled in it like the main events have included people like you know Jushin Thunder Liger uh, Marifuji, um, someone called Super Deflin, who's like constantly in the main event and sometimes he's called Super Dolphin and sometimes he's facing Super Dolphin it's just, it's, it's very confusing but that guy Tiger Mask Billy Kidman like, there's been a Dick Togo, you know, all kinds of people like that. Uh, maybe it's Billy Ken Kid. I don't know. Sometimes the translations are not right. But Daisuke Hirata, it's just a cool thing that I didn't know about. So, I don't know. I thought that was cool.
0: Nice. Pretty sweet. The more you know. So, uh, <laughs> mind you, we're in a place that has sumo wrestling in it, and uh, Tai Chi's nowhere to be seen. I just want
1: to well, throw that out there. He, so, he would just they, they can't bury him in the sumo hall. Like, he, would, he wouldn't he would have that, you know?
0: Yeah, that's true. I don't want to job out just for guys at the sumo place. That's all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, first up, we've got Toriado and Oscar Luebe versus Aaron Hanare and the Great Okan And i got to ask you this question because it popped into my brain last night. I was not sober. So, Mr. Andy, if Yano was around 20 years ago, would he still be pimping VHS tapes? Because he's yeah. still pimping DVDs in an era where people don't really buy DVDs anymore. So I have to imagine, like 20 years ago, if it was a big deal, it'd have been pimping out VHS tapes. Yeah. What do you reckon?
1: Maybe, you know, people buy more DVDs in Japan. I don't know, you know, but uh, you'd think that he would have a streaming option, but maybe the DVD <laughs> is symbolic. Um, but I feel like that, I feel like that Yano, to his character, he would have Betamax. That's what he would have, you know, because it would just be kind of like a little off brand a little bit. And I don't eight know. Tracks. I find. Yeah. there You go, eight tracks of his music. Oh, my God. And it, it's, it's punctuated by anyone or anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, so As- I like uh, like the Osaka crowd. They're ready for this from the first match. So that's pretty cool. We get uh, we get them popping for uh, Oscar Loeb, stepping up to Hanare. There's a funny belly claw on Yano, and Yano sells it like he's in mad pain. I'm like, all right, um, you're in a belly claw, punch him in the face. But no, it hurts too much. Ah, oh, my tummy. All right, that was just funny. Uh, <laughs> And we get to see some big man shit from Oscar in this match, which is pretty cool. Like, a, like a, it's a nice big boot there, the, which I like. I want to see him do more big man shit. But uh, he, I guess they're not ready for him to go full big man because it's just a big no.
1: boot. <laughs> he's going to lose,
0: too, a lot. Of course. <laughs> he's got to do all the young, young lion stuff. It's weird for me to see a young lion. I'm just like, man... This guy's got more reach than all of you. So he could probably punch you and knock you out before you even get within range of <laughs> range of him. But that's fine. It, it is what it is. There's a rampage tackle here on Oscar, and and Henare uh, gets his win, which he really needed because uh, he got smashed by Caveman Argon very recently. So we needed New Japan needed just, to get him, get him strong. Get him. Get
1: him strong. I mean, just one of the many ways, you know. It was. Um, so that match was fun, and the crowd, like you said, they're hot. I also want to mention that Kevin Kelly and Chris uh, Charlton, they're on commentary live, but they're not there. So it's mm. – you know, they do a great job for the most part, but there is there is some fun audio uh, problems that happen later on, and I don't know. But they, they do a great job tonight, especially Kevin Kelly. I mean, fantastic job tonight. He's my favorite ever all of a sudden. So um, the next match, we have <laughs> – We have Tiger Mask, Shota Umino, and Hanma. And as you know, Shota Umino over with babies, just to let you know. So he uh, during his entrance, he gets over huge with all the babies. And then uh, it's versus LIJ. And so um, we have some fun stuff going on here because Hanma, like, first of all, like I said before, everybody's kind of. Got a little extra something tonight, you know, just a little something extra. And in this match, Hanma is kind of like the star of the show because he comes out and he's he's all oiled up. Right. So him and Sonata start wrestling. And as soon as Sonata touches him, he's like, ooh, and sells gross. That's what he does. So he's like wiping his hands off. He wipes it on the ref. And and Han all greased up, so then he immediately goes for the paradise lock, and Han just stands up because he's all slippery. <laughs> and it's amazing, it's so funny.
0: I thought it was so, great.
1: Oh man, that made me laugh. So this this makes the commentators start talking about the greasiest wrestlers, which we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, Naito is grossed out by it too. He gets in and's got it all over his hands. It's gross, and it's a, it's a really good tag match. I right? have a lot of fun. So um, you know. <laughs> and basically um you know the match i don't even know i guess who won this match luke i got distracted uh, by something that
0: happened hiromu pinned uh so right there you go.
1: okay yes yes so because what happens here that distracts me from the finish of this is that all of a sudden um you know i had sent my nomination for the greasiest wrestler to them which is of course lex luger and uh you know kevin kelly must have agreed because he read my tweet on the on the thing and mentioned my my twitter handle so so i was living life you know i was high on on cloud nine and all of a sudden you know haroma gets the pin and then a video package plays and i'm my, you know not nearly as happy all of a sudden as
0: i was what is it mr guy gets his name dropped on uh on the show Everyone's cheering, everyone's going bananas, and then they ruin your moment. Leo Rush comes on the screen. Scooping my Drake, heat, man. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Oh, you beat yo, well, um, now you gotta beat me or something. So it, 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 the video package is all right. There's decent music it's in there. Long. Pretty much it's a it's long. Long. But it wasn't bad. The gist is Leo Rush is gonna challenge Huromu and there you go. Yeah.
1: But so Hiromu, when he accepts the challenge, because he grabs a mic, he's like, yeah, let's fucking book this right now. And He's a maniac. And it's awesome. It's like because I don't know, man. It's just I don't know that we've we don't get much mic time with Hiromu, first of all. And second of all, it's just fun to see a character not be serious on the mic like that. And he's just running around like, yeah, I'm going to fucking whip your ass. Let's do it. And and uh, and Naito is looking around like, where's Leo rush? Is he here? And he thinks that Milano might be Leah Rush. <laughs> it's great. So Harumu runs up the, after he accepts the challenge, he runs up the entrance ramp and just like leaves and everyone's laughing, right? Well, then, like, as L.I.J. are slowly doing their, their leave, you know, leaving the ring, Harumu comes running out one of the sides and then runs back out again. I thought that gimmick should have gone on a little further, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> I, I love this. I love that match and everything around it, you know,
0: of course. All right. So, I'm a Hiromu fan. I feel like you're also a Hiromi fan. I don't care about Hiromu versus Yo. I also don't care about Hiromu versus Leo Rush. <laughs> <Can> <laughs> some good. good feuds I don't care about these ones. I ah. saw them on the
1: same show at uh at Ring of Honor once. Years
0: ago. And all right, cool.
1: <laughs> they didn't wrestle each other, so that they oh, I no, think no. Uh, I saw uh I saw um it was Kamatachi at the time, but Hiromu versus Dalton Castle. I saw that match. It was awesome. It sounds awesome. So... It does sound oh awesome. man, Ring of Honor was good back in the day. Anyway, what are we doing?
0: Oh man, I feel like we're still in because the next match just fucking hurts my brain. But it's Master Wato versus Taiji Ishimori. I do like that uh, Ishimori. He has that like you know that mask and hat gear on that he comes out with. Yeah, he nearly walks into a ring post with it. So uh, that that was funny. Look. I, I like this match. They're just – what are they doing? Like, this match builds on the preview – not the wrestlers. I know what the wrestlers are doing. They're doing fucking awesome shit in the ring. That's what they're doing. Now, this match, it builds on their previews. Like, Ishimori's kind of pissed off with Wato because Wato always seems to have his number, and they kind of work work with all that kind of stuff. Like, Ishimori keeps getting a tilt-a-wheel backbreaker on, like, the outside – and because it's on the outside, it hurts more. So you know Ishimori's <laughs> ready for that, he, and he takes out Wato on the outside, sends him into the ring post, things like that. So they use, they they kind of build on their previews to kind of go, all right, here's how we're gonna do the match. That's great, and I'm into it because my dumb brain is like, all right, Ishimori is always a threat. He can he can lose a couple matches, always a threat. You know, you always believe him. Wato. He needs some momentum. He just needs some fucking momentum. Like, we're we're fans of his in-ring. I like this match. He does the awesome high-angle German. There's some really good, like, uh, submission reversals by the both men as well. This is just a really fun, really cool match. There's just one problem with it. Oh, by the way, there's a gnarly lariat, like, right near the end before the bloody cross where Wato kind of lands on his head, too. And I was just like, fuck, that was awesome. So, Wato. His, his moose that's getting better, better. His confidence is there, and he's a he's not afraid to take a, a gnarly look of bump either. So do something with this man. No bloody cross Ishimori just wins. Is it a good match? Yes. Is it teething? Yes. Is the finish fucking head scratching? Yes. What are you doing with Bato? Why won't you do something with this man? No, my my like my theory at Wrestle Kingdom, like that whole story, like I just said offhandedly right at the start. Oh, they are just booked wato in this to, to job yeah but during the build-up we got into him so much that we're like maybe it's his time maybe we'll get something interesting out of this no he did exactly what i jokingly said he would do at the start he fucking jobbed. what are you doing with this man
1: <laughs> i agree with you you know um i love the smash fucking it's love it's it it? so awesome like the at the beginning they're jumping over the ropes like effortlessly and you know chasing each other around and it's fucking tremendous and then it turns into you know ishimori destroying uh wado in ever more you know fun ways and then wado fighting back and it, it turns out awesome and wado took two nasty bumps in this match that were like him going for it it was that lead lariat and then on the high angle german suplex he crushed his own head he just absolutely murdered himself on that Move his head landed before Isimori did, or at the same time, and it was like right. yikes. So it, I, you know, he was. I just felt like he put so much effort into this, and I don't know. I love this match. I'm I was really pissed off that he lost, but you know, at least Bullet Club Bullet Club gets one win tonight. You know, the, the only person they can beat is Watto. I guess <laughs> <So>. <laughs> poor Watto. Yes. Well, Luke, I love that match. Um, I also love this next match. And it is, uh, you know, as you've mentioned before, this, these two unlock the violence from each other. It's Kensa versus Tanahashi. And this is, uh, I think, you know, the crowd has been into this stuff. They've really been loud. But at this point... You know, Tanahashi and Kenta know how to work the crowd like no one else, so they do that quite a bit in this match, and they start off with the silly cheer wars, you know, and all that stuff, and of course, Kenta is just doing that so that he can fool Tanahashi and, you know, attack him when his back is turned, which is what he does, so, you know, Kenta power walks and then he uses that as a distraction and ends up hitting a double stop, starting some work on Tanahashi's midsection. So Tanahashi, this whole match has a tummy ache. (laughs) It's really funny. Now, Luke, (laughs) there's a moment here that happens, but we need some explanation. So what has happened to Tanahashi that we kind of found out about here?
0: All right, so he comes to the ring. He starts his pose off in the match. I'm none the wiser. Then uh, Kenta has Tanahashi down on the mat, and like a fucking douchebag, he grabs the the top lip of Tanahashi and raises it so everyone can see Mr. Handsome has two missing front teeth. (laughs) What a prick. (laughs) And then (laughs) I couldn't unsee it for the rest of the match. And I was like, how how long has he had these teeth like that? I've not noticed it before. And uh, I still don't know the story of how he lost those teeth, but I couldn't unsee it for the rest of the night.
1: Well, so commentary told us the story. I guess he ate like he just they said his teeth did the job to a protein bar, I guess. And that's (laughs) what they said. So um, but apparently like Okada knocked one of his teeth out a long time ago, too. So he's had uh, many teeth lost. But man, he fucking owns it in this match. It's so funny. So you got Kenta pulling the fucking teeth out and making fun of him. And I just at this point, I start to realize why one of the reasons I love these two matching up against each other is because they don't wrestle the Tanahashi match. They wrestle the Kenta Tanahashi match. You know, it's, you know, I love the Tanahashi match. It's always good, but this is nice to see something a little different. He kind of breaks out a little bit kind of structure wise in these, these types of matches, which I like. So, um, yeah, Kenta spams the pin and accuses Kenta Sato of slow counting him, which is pretty funny. And Tanahashi <laughs> He starts kicking Tanahashi, and he fires up. There's a chump bump. Kenta uses a chair, and they start drop-toe-holding each other into the chair. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, where, where are we going with
0: this? Please <laughs> don't kill each other, man.
1: Yes, we know what happens when the chairs start to get involved with these two. So there's a booyah spot, and it's really great, and it goes on for a long time. And it's just fantastic. This is them, you know, working the crowd up into a frenzy. Uh, Kenta gets the green killer, and he hits the drop kicks in the corner, top rope double stop, and he gets the first pin of the match with a two count. Uh, and then, like, so Tanahashi goes to do his, like, slap that he does late in matches. Aketa dodges it and hits his own slap and then starts doing slapping the shit out of Tanahashi and it's stiff as fuck. And I'm like, yeah. So he goes for the go to sleep. It's countered into a sling blade. We've seen it before, but it's fucking cool as shit. I love it. That's it, gets a, a two-count after another sling blade, and then high-fly flow. High fly flow again. And, and Tanahashi wins before they get too violent. And Tanahashi after the match looks like a trailer park floozy with his teeth out his hair all messed up. <laughs> 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 he looks like he's he come to the gas station to buy cigarettes, you know. He's
0: <laughs> so... going to the be... Gas Station Glory Held. Now, uh, I I like this match a lot. This match is stiff. There's just something about these two. Like, as soon as the bell rings, like, they must just look at each other and it's just like, I'm going to kill you. Mm, not if I kill you first. Fight. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's fucking, it was a really cool match. These guys just, they just go hard on each other, which is um, something amazing to see. But also, I remember the last time they went hard on each other, and Kentel was gone for like eight months. So, uh, do I want this? Yes. Do I want this? No. <laughs> they, they just have this like magical, brutal chemistry with each other. They do It's like every time you see a a uh, Bushi Naito match, you know, you know they're gonna hurt each other really bad. It's gonna be not fun, but also amazing and fun. Uh, uh, it's all of those things. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> And next. Yeah. Alright. We've we have our never open six-man title match. We have renderita, El Desperado, and Minaro Suzuki. I wrote Desperado twice, ELD and Despi. I don't know why I did that. Versus <laughs> both of them. <laughs> that's right. Versus the House of Torture, which is uh evil show and pimpy, pimp juice, pimp man. Alright, so. Yeah, yes too, but uh you know, someone's gotta lose and uh, it's him. There's a big time Kanamaru gambit at the start, by the way. So Ren and Desperado and Suzuki, they're walking out. No not not they don't even get the full entrance or nothing. House of Torchy. They just fucking strike. It ends with uh Narita getting a, a, title to, a title shot a title shot, he's already got the title shot. He gets the title to the face by show and he's out. He's on the fucking ramp, he's done. So now Suzuki and El Desperado have to hold off an onslaught by the House of Torture. And I like this story. The crowd is into it as well. They fucking hate House of Torture. And they're really into <laughs> this new dynamic between the three, uh, these three other guys, like Ren, uh, Despy, and Suzuki. And it, it, I feel like all six men kind of have oh more, seven, I guess, because Dicto goes around. They all have the crowd in the palms of their hands here, They're they're executing the story perfectly. Everyone's kind of into it. It's got Suzuki a Desperado fighting him off alone. And the crowd, the more the crowd hates House of Torture, the more I'm like, hey, they got something with House of Torture. Do something with them. Except, you know, be a fucking cartoon. Because House of Torture, look at matches like this. It's just for the six-man never titles. Titles people don't usually care about. The House of Torture are so hated. They whip the crowd into a frenzy and they... But they lose too much, so no one really... Yeah. Anyway, it's a great story, well told, with a fun payoff. Because what happens? Yes, Ren Ridu makes the tag. And it actually ends with a triple submission. Or if, you know, uh, Two of the guys are in a submission, and then uh, Ren's coming back in. He's stumbling around. He gets Suzuki... It's not Suzuki. He gets a pimp juice into the abdominal stretch. I will not call it the other name. It's an abdominal stretch. And Yujiro taps out. And now we got, hey, a new trio team, a fresh new trio team for fresh feuds, fresh matches. And it's got an interesting dynamic to it, too. I'm, I'm kind of into it. Suzuki gets on the mic and he gives the trio a name. And he's like, let's just call each other. Uh, we're going to call ourselves Strong Style. And everyone's just like, yeah. Sure. Simple name. It's true that these, all three men are pretty, pretty stiff and violent and uh, have a, they're all completely different, but they have like a similar style to them as well. So I'm into this. Now, uh, I love House of Torture. I know you you heard that right, everyone in pod in podcast land. I love House of Torture. I just, now get them away from the six mans and uh, try to give them something interesting to do, please. Uh, that's what I need from them from now because I love Yo and I love Evil. And I love DiKogo, Ujiro's there too. And, But it also opens up the story possibilities with this new te- team, with uh, Ren, Rita, El Desperado and Suzuki. Because yeah, t- they're together now, but uh, what happens when Suzuki gets a bit you know, fed up or there's gonna be disagreements between him and Ren or El Desperado and Ren, and there's, there's anything that could happen with this trio. It's It's gonna be fun. Or, or, they could just be a trio for forever. Who knows? I don't know. But uh, I'm into it, man. What do you think?
1: I like this a lot. This is fun. You know, it's it's fun to see Suzuki tag in and make that crazy face and just yakuza kick everyone. <laughs> <You're>, like <laughs> lining up to get a get kicked by him. You know, that's just really fun. You know, Red Narita, Like I, I don't know. I, I think he's great, and this is a great start for him. It's fun. You know, it's fun when um wrestlers that are like awesome baby faces that put tons of effort in their match get the win it's always great when that happens you know yeah poor Wolf, poor
0: Wado, you know i, but, I will um, say though you know how like some young lions we've been watching come back and it's taken us a while to warm up to them mm-hmm. i feel like render is ready he's, he's 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 great right now <laughs> yeah what's not to like
1: i mean he does all the cool shit we love so what do you want from him you know <laughs> <laughs> he, he hit a he hit a bridging exploder in this match. What? <laughs> that was crazy. So yes, oh, yeah. he is amazing, and apparently he's not just the son of Strong Style. He is Strong Style. What's Zack Super Junior gonna think? That's all I want to know. So uh, anyway, well, next Luke, we have the big kind of like emotional high point, low point, point of whatever origin you want to say. Uh, of thing of the night. So it's the loser leaves Japan. It's Hikaleo versus Jay White. And there's only one man that could handle, you know, our they ha- our hearts are bared. And there's only one man I would trust to referee a match of this importance. And that's Marty. Oh, Sami, yeah. And he is here, of course. So we'll also have Gato and Jado out, of course. And I think that if you're a fan out there and you listen to us talk about this, um, you may say, you guys are delusional. And you might be right. But at the same time, we just love Jay White. So fuck off. So, <laughs> so, this match is fantastic, first of all. It's
0: awesome. It's, I can't believe it's it. It's
1: really great, right? I mean, like, it's all about, you know, Jay White just bumping all over the place like a maniac. And that's kind of what this is and, and building up to the big bumps and stuff. So, uh, you know, he's walking to the ring and he's saying, this is. This is the building where my moments happen. This is where my moments happen, and he, and Tanahashi's on commentary, and Jay even runs over and fucks with him, which is great. Um, but he tries the avoidance kind of uh, plan at first, and it it doesn't work uh, always, but they do go to the outside, and Jay bumps around like a crazy person. It's like Hikuleo throws Jay into the crowd, and they start brawling around in the crowd, and it's like, yeah, that. Uh, now, first of all, we have seen that in every single Hickaleo match. So that's a stalling tactic, that used <laughs> to him, obviously, but at the same time, it was great to see them actually in the crowd. You know what I mean? And it's great. The young lions had clear the seats out in that front row so that the people didn't get destroyed, but still a couple people got destroyed. And it's, it's like, yes, that's wrestling. I love that, man. That made me so happy to see that kind of thing. Um, so, jay spears he kind of like spears hikaleo into the guardrail and hikaleo takes a legit just backdrop like flat back bump onto the concrete over the guardrail awesome awesome so great i love that um and that's our bit one of our count out spots here so every time jay tries to chop hikaleo it doesn't work though and like hikaleo comes back and gets a two count with a fucking sweet ass power slam where jay looked like a little baby just a little tiny <laughs> baby. It's crazy. Everything um looks amazing in this match. All the moves look great. Everything looks awesome. And Jay uses the ropes uh to cut uh Hikaleo off and starts working on his knee finally. Gato is so happy. You can hear him laughing. He loves it. Jay hits a huge side of suplex and Dude, a blade buster massive. for two. And it was like he had to like use kind of some physicality to get that suplex. It was pretty cool. Uh, there's more chop blocks to Hiculeo, uh to cut him off, and it's very good. Uh, then Jay, he kind of tears Hikaleo's shirt off, and he hits chops. It's kind of funny because they keep showing this shot of Hikaleo from the back, and it looks like he's wearing a dress because his shirt's just kind of down on his shoulders. <laughs> it just like he's wearing a dress. And, I mean, sure I know. It's just kind of funny, a uh, funny image. So, uh, uh, But Hikaleo fires up. And he chops back, said Jay flying each time. And this goes on for a while. And so Jay's laughing like a crazy person, bouncing into the ropes. And he's getting chopped and bouncing into the ropes and getting chopped and bouncing in the ropes, almost as if to try to get as much battle damage on himself as possible for his promo later or something like that. You know what I mean? It was like, but at the same time, it was like he needed to take a whooping in this match. And this was part of that. I don't know. It was a weird part of the match. And uh, it was, but it was like telling as to what was coming next, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: So, um, I was starting to get worried at this point. Um, cause he's laughing like a crazy person, just letting Hikaleo chop him over and over again. Uh, you know, he goes for power slam and, uh, Hikaleo, uh, calls for the choke slam and Giotto uh, neutralizes Gato, but there's a chump bump and a low blow and Hikaleo goes for a second, another power slam again, but there's a, a blade runner and, um, he goes for the second Blade Runner, but Hikaleo hits a last ride power bomb for two, and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's like,
0: Where it him, like, what is this?
1: Like, what is incredible? The crowd is losing their minds, you know. And Hikaleo does a really good job of never forgetting that his knee is ouchy, too, by the way. So he does a good job of that yeah. the whole match. And you can kind of hear him talking a little bit a few times. I had my headphones watching this, and I could hear him talking a little bit. So fair enough, you know.
0: Uh, I did then too. There's, one one was before one of the um, one was before maybe I think one of the suplexes that Jay did, and I'm like, I don't mind. Hikaleo yeah, this off. Fair I'm, enough. I'm happy.
1: <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> it looked great. So uh, yep. you know, anyway, then we get this big emotional moment, Luke, and you know, Jay goes for the two sweet as Hikaleo kind of has both hands. Like normally when Hikaleo gets you with one hand in the greco Roman throat hold. He he might hit you with the choke slam, but if he gets both hands, you're fucked, right? That's kind of usually how it works with him. And so yeah. he's got both on Jay's neck, and Jay just holds his hand up pitifully, like too sweet. And Hikaleo too sweets him, and then hits a choke slam and pins Jay White, who has to now leave Japan.
0: Luke? Yeah, I thought this match was amazing. Uh, I thought the storytelling was fantastic. yeah, I heard a, I, I didn't have headphones on and I, yeah, I heard a couple of mumbly talks like one once or twice. Don't care. It, all right. this match is amazing, and Jay is a big part of the reason why this match is amazing. Fuck off, we're big jY fans, as we said. but I don't know where the fuck this hio been? this is the, I want this guy. I want to see this this kind of hicolao in every match now, please. this this one. And if we can get more of that, I don't mind if he stays in Japan. If we're going to get him, get more of that. Now, I've been saying to anyone who will listen, uh, you know, even my wife and Charity is like, eh, I've heard this already. Go away. <laughs> that uh, look, they've always got a plan for Jay White. Always, they've always got something interesting to do for Jay White. Every single time, the guy main evented the Dome twice in a row. They got plans for him. Now, some of those plans for now uh, probably involve this American expansion. That's fine. No offense to everyone in America, but I'm really not interested in that. I just want New Japan and I want Jay in Japan. So now I'm going to get even less of that. Thanks, New Japan. But it makes me feel like he's going to win a title in America. And I don't mean that fucking strong title or the strong tags or something like that. He's going to win a New Japan title and maybe hold it hostage in America or something like that, he's going to eventually come back to Japan. Like, it's just going to happen. But uh, I guess uh, I'm going to have to watch a lot of American shows now to get this story. And that kind of annoys me a little bit. And I guess no one would care if Hikaleo got sent away from Japan. Well, it's just Hikileo. But you, you do a match like this, and by the end of it, I'm like, all right, I don't want to see what Hickelayo does next. I want this Hickelayo. All right. Because this is completely different to the match he had with Carl Anderson. Well, Carl Anderson was fucking on autopilot and shit like that and didn't do much at all to kind of uh, help the big man through it. Not, yeah, he's green. Maybe Jay realized that and was just like, all right, this is what we're going to do with the match. This is how we're going to work it. Don't worry, man. I've got your back. I'm going to make you look like a billion dollars. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Wow. Because not, <laughs> not only the Hikaleo look amazing, and I'm excited to see him next. he beat my boy and like I'm not mad at him. Good night, good work man. you need a big win. <laughs> see this is what they fucking should have done in the Wato match. right yeah. Waato needs this kind of momentum like Hikaleo does. Jay can take a loss and come back. He, he's a too tight he's he's had all the gold. He's gonna have more. It's fine. It's not fine my heart's broken but yeah the booking of some of these matches is weird but the story in this match was amazing only one kind of nitpick i will make is the commentators saying that jay's never lost in osaka and i'm just like
1: no
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i loved it i can't believe i this is like a and this is the episode after that time doki loses a major match and I'm like, yep, I'm all right with that finish. <laughs> I'm kind of yeah, man. I mean, I'm mixed well, about it, but it, it, it's good for Hikaleo. He needed a match. He needed someone to be like, hey, I got we got we got this, man. You'll be fine. Don't right. don't be nervous. Don't stress. I'm gonna make you look like a million bucks. Just look tough and big. And he did it. I liked it
1: I want yeah, more. It That I think the there's a couple things here also to add, you know, and one is is that obviously if Jay's leaving Japan, he's like, okay, well, if I'm going to leave, how can we help someone else? You know, cause that's always what you got to need, you know, what you want to do. If you're leaving the territory, then you got to go out on your back so that you can help somebody else. And, and obviously this was, you know, he was helping out a friend of his and this worked out awesome for both of them. And I, you know, as far as whatever they have planned. And so I just think that was something that was clear is that, you know this wasn't jay white wrestling someone who's already established who doesn't need his help for anything this is like a friend of his that he's trying to help in the business and holy shit you know so he he accomplished that goal quite a bit and you could tell at the end when he hit the two sweet, it was kind of like a hey thank you for putting me over brother you know that's kind of well you know layered meaning there but i i really you know as as a fan i'm watching this and yes i'm hating the show like as far as like the results go but like i'm thinking to myself man isn't it fun to be invested as a pro wrestling fan you know i mean i i've watched wrestling many times and not been invested and it's it's not the same so you know watching something and being so invested that i really care what happens you know i i can't be mad when you know things change it's okay
0: i mean Dude, this is a night where my two favorite boys <laughs> Fucking lose. <laughs> I still this love this. And show. Sonata won. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and Sonata won. What an <laughs> asshole. Oh my goodness. All right.
1: Hey, at so, least at least fishermen weren't on the show. At least they weren't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I really like the next match too, Miss Andy. And um, uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. It's El Fantasma versus Tamatonga. I kind of knew where it was going because Tamatonga's this is Tamatonga's second reign as NEVER champ, and you don't want him to be a two-time like chump with the title. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's a story with the NEVER to gold, uh, dear listeners, where there just look at all the people who've held the title. There are a, are a lot. she's even one of them. There are a lot of wrestlers that didn't even defend it one time. They won it, next match, lose it. That happened to Tama, it's happened to a lot of wrestlers, it happens to, it happens to Evil, it happened to Tai Chi. So many wrestlers have had that happen to them. So uh, it doesn't usually happen twice, though. <laughs> but apart from that, I really like this match. Uh, LP and, and Tama, nice chemistry with each other. It was fast paced, stiff, everything always kept moving it and it was different like uh, uh, <laughs> it's funny that uh, the commentators at one point mentioned that all right it's like they're trying to say like look the never titles going a bit of a new direction uh you yeah. know this this is what the wrestlers want to do with it and i'm looking thinking about that and i'm like wait a minute isn't evolution one of the fucking e's in never and yeah it is so, <laughs> you know you and I are being, like, Wait, old-time it- <laughs> assholes being, like, we just want them to be, like, chop suplex fests where they do strong style. Sure. And th- 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 then I see like, it's new blood, evolution. Uh, and I'm like, oh, evolution, which means, like, things evolve and change. and Radical. <laughs> radical. Man.
1: That's what the R is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's very radical. Here's a radical idea. Let's have a... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. But I really like this match. They they start fighting on the outside, and I like this part where uh, Tamatonga just uh, Irish whips ELP on the outside, and ELP just jumps over it. So oh. then Tamatonga goes to do a crossbody uh, over the railing, and El Phantasma just moves out of the way. <laughs> and... it. Uh... There's another move that a lot of wrestlers are doing, and I know a lot of wrestlers have always been doing this move for, for a long time, but I mean in this style. It's the plancher. Sonata okay. does it, Tama does it in this match, but I feel like Osprey's the one that's kind of really popularized the heavy plancher, if that if that makes sense. Mr. Like,
1: Brad has been doing that for fucking years. I know.
0: Years. Lots of wrestlers <laughs> have been doing that move for <laughs> full ages. It's, I know. it's a
1: New Japan standard, yes.
0: But uh, it's it's just becoming a lot more noticeable that these like these big beefy men are just being like planches look like they hurt if someone outside lands on them right yeah yeah they would so uh, there, there there is that Tama one of those it's pretty good these guys just have great chemistry this is gun stun versus sudden death these guys both have uh, well quick to do finishes that uh, can just come out anywhere and I really liked it 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 it, it was stiff in places where. We wanted where it should have been, you know, like, all right, we're doing something different than never title. doesn't mean we can't get a bit stiff and physical with it. It was really cool. And, of course, Tamatonga just pulls out a gunstone right near the end and just knocks El Phantasmo right out. And uh, one, two, three, Tamatonga re- retains. Uh, so uh, Mr. Robbie has to wait a little longer for his maybe title <laughs> shot because I, I think uh, – and i i don't see him challenging someone from hontai but uh it, it might happen you never know get in there robbie honestly, I honestly yeah i want elp robbie again but uh i don't think i've seen him wrestle singles against town of tungus i'll take that too i'm just just gonna book for robbie for the rest of the year how's that sound
1: well during the press conference elp actually was like hey if i win this title here's some matches you're going to get and one of them was uh versus Robbie Eagles and the crowd went Ooh. There was actually a crowd at the press conference this time. So <laughs> that was that was awesome. They were, they were fans and shit. And there was like, you know, there was some Switchblade fans there that wouldn't stop chanting. The 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 press conference is pretty good this time. Uh it's been a while since we've had a good one like that. But uh yes, this match is fantastic. Tremendous yeah. match. I love it. I hate I hate who wins but it is what it is. I don't hate Tom and Tom, I'm just saying you know, but the finish is a little different than what you described. It's kind of important just to mention that ELP kicked out of the gun stun, right? So then and which was fucking crazy. So then Tama put him up in the J Driller and won. That That's way. right. So that yeah, which yep. is it's just you know, and you know, this is Bullet Club just getting taken L after L on this show, except for Ishimori, he can't lose for some reason. So there was a really funny part in this match too. We had Chelsea still ref in this match. And he just, he was really talkative with ELP in the match. And he walked up to ELP and goes, no, blah, blah, okay? Like that. <laughs> I watched it 20 times. And he says, no, blah, blah, okay? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> and ELP's like, okay. So no, blah, blah. It's for anybody. Oh, man. I feel that was like
0: really Tama needs a title run. I feel like Tama needs a title run. And I also feel like El and Desmond, put him in a feud with anyone. It's going to be great. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it just sucks that he loses because like his during his press conference, he also mentioned like how every program he loses. Like he was like, hey, I did this and I lost. I did that and I lost. I did this. and I lost. And uh, it's just a shame because I think either hopefully that he will cause him to snap and he'll become a different character. And the new leader bull club, as we predicted two years ago. You know, so (laughs) I'm sure anybody else could have seen that coming to one day down the road that he was always like a backup Jay White just there in the wings, you know, but, but Luke, we're here at the main event. Now, I know that you don't you don't typically like Okada matches, but I have to put this match like this is. I think this might be the best Shingo versus Okada match. This one was, they're, they're usually very good, but this one was fucking tremendous. It was so good.
0: I'm I'm going to stop you right there for a second. Yes. To tell Uh you that. Yeah, this match is awesome.
1: (laughs) It's great. Right. And here's why it's great. It's because Okada can't slow the match down with Shingo in there. Shingo's not going to let him. So like the pace is like, is like pace is quick compared to a main event new japan match and it really keeps you glued to the screen like the previous match was like 26 minutes 27 minutes something like that Th- this match is also you know almost a half hour and you didn't you didn't even notice it's <laughs> you watching yep. it, you're like oh my god it's over this is amazing so a shingo versus okada of course for the heavyweight world championship iwgp style And the crowd is solidly behind Shingo. They don't like Okada. (laughs) They boo him several times in the match, but they also cheer him when he does something that's just like undeniably awesome. They're just like, well, you know, we gotta cheer you for that. So I mean, you know,
0: there's you suck, but that that move was amazing. Right, right.
1: There's a lot of that shit that happens in this match too, so it's great. (laughs) And but there's these massive Takagi took a coggy chance at the beginning and the whole place is rocking, man. And this is when the crowd really starts stomping their feet, which if you're watching this with headphones on, is a fucking experience, man. It's awesome. So, uh, I really love this. So, anyway, Shingo, he's mostly in control you know, for a while, but then they spill out onto the floor, right? And then Okada uses the guardrails and the crowd boos him <laughs> for a at the guardrails, which is just a standard thing. But the story of this match is Okada wants to use the money clip to beat Shingo, which normally would drag the, the, the match to a screeching halt. But we've noticed for some reason Shingo knows how to sell that move and like how to work yes. in the matches where it's awesome. And So he's great at it. And at many times we've seen that this is kind of the deal with them. He did beat Shingo before with you know, the money clip. So, uh, one of his big signature wins with that move. So, and Shingo sold it like, you a cartoon character. It was so great. So he's not quite going cartoon level in this one. Cause he's not going to lose necessarily. So, or lose that way. So, uh, but anyway, it's great. I love this match. Osaka crowd loves ska music just as much as, uh, Shingo <laughs> does or more, maybe even. And Okada gets larried out on the floor, right? So Shingo starts, goes out there and he's like, I'm going to hit cool fucking moves on the floor. And so he hits like some crazy, like throw you on the apron move and then a fucking DVD on the floor. And it gets gets a replay. It gets a replay and they keep the audio in the replay. So both times you get to hear from Milano, who's right there. It's crazy. That makes me laugh. So Akata, after that uh, sequence, he is bleeding from that same exact spot that he was bleeding in his back last week. So that was weird. Um, he's just, maybe he needs to floss there.
0: You know? <laughs> so, Akata's so good, in, he can backblade and nobody even notices. <laughs> like, I reckon, I reckon Moxley watched the last two Akata matches and been like, how do you blade like that? How do you do that? How do you blade behind your back with no one seeing?
1: Oh, he's that good, man. Well, Damn there's straight. a superplex a superplex from uh, Shingo and now Okada's starting to have back problems, right? You know, he threw his back out and uh, it's it's not good. So Okada comes back with the wrap around neck breaker thing that he does, and Shingo sells nerve damage in his arms, which was really funny. And uh then they're on the outside, Okada hits the tombstone on the floor, and I'm like, fuck. Now they both have back and neck issues. Um, the money there's all kinds of money clips at this point. Right. And Shingo keeps fighting out of them. We get a topper of elbow and the rainmaker pose drop kick. And he goes for the rainmaker, but it's a huge Yukon lariat from Shingo. And the crowd is just stomping their feet and fucking screaming. It's awesome. But then Shingo brings back an old classic that we haven't seen for a while. The old shitty kicks to the head, man. He does the old shitty kicks. I was so
0: happy to see him. It's been a while. That was a mistake there, dude. Yeah. It was, but Bates, I, Bates love it cut up I love <laughs> so. Kamiya flashbacks, and he was like, oh, I'm going to
1: fuck you up now, Shingo. He does not like it, and it's great. They do a bouillet spot, and the crowd is so loud during this part. It's so awesome. Okada gets all pissed off. But there's a headbutt and a knee drop to the back of uh, Okada's neck from the challenger, Shingo. And then um, there's this really great Hangman GTR thing from Shingo. Uh, Main Japan for two. We're 25 minutes in and it's getting really, really amazing. We're getting to the magic time. This is awesome stuff. So there's a Rainmaker, but there's nothing on it. And Shingo just no sells it, right? So because his back is hurt. So Takagi Driver 98, which is like a real Tiger driver, but like, like um, almost uh, straight jacket style, almost. <laughs> it's really yeah. scary. It's awesome. And he hits a running elbow, and that gets uh, Shingo in control again. Pumping Bomber, and he wants to last the dragon. But Okada counters with the bulldog pin thing, and uh, meaning British bulldog pin, and hits a Rainmaker to even things out. There's a long double down here to build the tension, and Okada wants another Rainmaker. He hits a German suplex, and they just hit all kinds of amazing moves here that you can't write down because it, it it takes the magic away. So, yeah. <laughs> last the dragon, Okada kicks out at 2.99999 And it's incredible. Shingo hits progressively more never lariats on on Okada. And he's feeling it. He's going to win. Here he goes. But Ripcord in Suguri saves Okada. And Shingo hits uh, a dragon suplex. It's really fast paced back and forth right here. But in the end, Okada wins after hitting a few raymakers i love this match it was so great
0: yeah i had to watch both my two of my favorite my two favorite new japan guys shingo and jay white blues yeah. <laughs> i had to watch them both lose tonight and they both lost in awesome <laughs> in awesome matches yeah. <laughs> so how can i be really that that angry man this main event was fucking balls to the wall and you're right i feel like shingo it's like, all right, Carter likes to slow these things down. Nah, I'm like, I'm not letting that happen. I'm going after him. I'm going to make this move a bit faster, which really helps because you know what I'm like. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, oh, it's a Carter match, and then like halfway, I'll be like, now yeah, it's a good Carter match. But not right. nah, this this had this had everything from uh, from start to finish. Actually, I really like the last title match too. I think I'm really liking this run I like the Turns moment where pretty good. yeah I know but you know I'm mixed I'm mixed on him but I I really like that moment where he's getting like all these stiff strikes done to uh, on Twin by Shingo and Okada is just like he's got that face that he had when Kiyomi kicked him in the head like mm-hmm. oh I was just playing now I'm gonna fuck you up I'm like I want this Okada that one I like that Okada I want to see more of that. And I got to see more of that. He brought it out. So it's a thing. Yes. Another added dimension, something new with Akata. to kind of be like, even someone who's a little jaded and annoyed with Akata, as I can be, I'm just like, this is something new and different. They're doing something with him. Yes. Do I mean, and well, I mean doing something rather than just be like, here's the main title again, <laughs> you know, right? A, a little bit more interesting.
1: I mean, you know, he's we've seen this from Okada before. I mean, when he faces a typically that kind of has to happen at some point. Abushi's like, listen, we're gonna get really violent, so you might as well just punch me as hard as you can a million times. And Okada's like, okay. So, you know, uh man, I might watch Okada versus Ibushi tonight. That is some fucking bomb ass shit right there from Wrestle Kingdom fourteen, I think. Incredible. So uh anyway, um I really enjoyed the show on a you know, critical level. Work. It's fantastic, right? But, like, as a fan, I fucking hated the show. <laughs> God damn it. I'm so mad. Oh.
0: I feel like I'm with you there. The oh. all, all the boys, the boys did good tonight. They did fucking great. Uh, Gato, go fuck yourself. <laughs> 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 because, yeah, some head-scratching finishes there. I don't even think the Jay Hikolo one is necessarily one of those head-scratchingly, like, I don't know. Like, it serves a purpose. There's going to be a story out of it. I don't know. It's yeah. just weird because Jay losing. But, yeah.
1: There's a plan. Normal, and, like, we, we always say in Gator we trust because most of the time if there's shit like oh. this that happens, in particular, like, the water one's easy because we might be saying a year from now – you know, or later on this year, man, Wado had uh, such a great year, and we'll forget all about this, you know. So I I hope that's the case, and, you know, usually that's what ends up happening with these kinds of things when we get disappointed, but we'll see. You know, I'm just – I hope that's the case with the Jay White thing too.
0: Well, uh, every time Jay's eaten a loss, and I've thought to myself, well, what do you do with Jay now? They've always had something awesome to do, and I didn't even feel that this time. I'm like, yep, Jay lost. Here's what you do with him, and I'm just got all these kind of ideas in my brain. I'm like, yeah, you could do all these kind of things. All right, all right, that'll take the sting off a bit, but I don't want to watch more fucking. Oh, I like it. <laughs> well, know, this is it's not the
1: end of the show though, Luke, because we got another big it moment isn't. here because we have Tanahashi, uh, toothless Tanahashi, your your aunt that lives at the trailer park, you know, who is on commentary, and so. You know, Okada's like, who's gonna be my my you know uh, opponent at, at the Battle on the Valley? You
0: know I, mean? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Valentine.
1: <laughs> Battle on Valentine's Day, and he's like, he's like, who you know represents like New Japan? Who's like, what's a match that's like gonna represent what New Japan actually is? And he's like, Tanahashi, let's fucking do it. Tanahashi's like, all right, bro, I'm not even wearing my teeth. Here we go. And they hang out in the in the ring together, and so they're gonna. You know, show America what New Japan's all about, and hopefully it'll be awesome. I'm sure it will.
0: Yep, I agree. It's always a great time when uh, Tana and Okada wrestle. But uh, so so it makes sense that Tana beats Kenta because now he's got a IWGP World Heavyweight title shot. But um, I'm pretty sure Kenta's next match is a title <laughs> shot, too.
1: Yeah, but it's think a Stank nuggets title. You know, and and we we also forgot to mention that when Jay White was leaving the ring area, he went over and had a little moment with Tanahashi and they fist bumped each other. And it was like, oh, no, my heart is broken. And now Tanahashi's fist bumping and being sympathetic with Jay White. Ah.
0: Dude, they broke our heart. Two two kind of weeks in a row. You like just four guys? Yes. They're going to lose a lot. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Hey, man, these
1: guys got to lose so that one day they can win. It's not a problem. But you know what makes me like can can bring me up from the dumps, you know, can make my turn my frown upside down. And that is Wrestler Diaries, Luke.
0: Oh, my goodness. So Jay Doom from the Tweety, she's been there. Nice enough to send everyone, or not everyone, us, wrestler diaries, and I'll read them out for everyone. <laughs> and if you don't know the story of these wrestler diaries, I'll I'll do it one more time really quick and then next time I'll just read them. But uh I got an email from the Tocon shop. and it told me about these diaries. I couldn't click on any of them because I'm not a fan club member. So I could only just read their titles. Well Jay's a fan club member, and it's like I can send you, I can send you guys some of these. She has. And it's just been a a goldmine of just (laughs) sheer weirdness. Now, let's see if uh, – I love them too. They're fucking awesome. This is episode – this is a diary written by Yoshinobu Kanamaru. I can't remember what his diary was called. I think it was like the journey of a drinker or an alcoholic or something. I don't know. A
1: drinker's life.
0: A drinker's life. That's right. This is episode 34. Sorry – He hasn't been doing his diary as long as, say, Goto has. So let's see how he goes. All right. And it's dated January 14th, 2020. So it's pretty pretty uh, current, I guess. Not not too too, too long ago. It's called Episode 34, that thing you get into at this time of year. And it's got a bottle of uh, Suntory whiskey right there, which is... Looks like it's been half drunk, and it's a cooler photo than Yoshihashi hanging out in an alley. That's a a fact. All right, here we go. January 14th, 2023. My 2023 started on January 4th at Tokyo Dome. Whoa, whoa, oh, we're starting with wrestling talk. What the fuck? I don't know. Take it easy. Then 5 January, the four of us have decided to team up. Maybe the number of people in the faction may increase, or maybe it will decrease. I don't know what will happen in the future. But if you look at the four of us, I think we might have something. I thought this might happen, the four of us together. We think alike, don't we? Well, I don't actually know what they're thinking. (laughs) But from my my point of view, I can have a drink with Yeah. He's a guy you can rely on during difficult moments in a match. I just started working with Doki, and we haven't achieved anything, so I want to give him a shot. Cool. Taka, do you bring anything to table? I thought he didn't do anything in particular, but he's pretty good on the microphone. (laughs) Just as a joke. Well, just as a joke, maybe he can give it a go in the ring. (laughs) I'll do something good with these three this year. Then after our matches, we'll go straight to that place we get into at this time of year. Shivering in the cold every day, I go to the sauna a few times a week. Sauna. Water bath, repeat three times, then finish with an open-air bath. When I do this, my body warms up. My physical condition improves. After getting out, he can talk about whatever he wants now because I just got some really kind of cool like post suzuki goon talk. Wow, thank you, Kanamaru. After getting out of the bath, oh, when I, when I do this, my body warms up and my physical condition improves. After getting out of the bath, that's just it, isn't it? I'll have that thing I like when I when I get home. I'll leave it to your imagination, what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> sure, she <Okay>. <laughs> I'm not sure you want to leave it to my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> this is how I'm getting through this year's cold weather with saunas. Whether the, whether the pictures have anything to do with what I'm writing about, I'll leave that to your imagination. And it's like... Two highball cans and one normal size can of uh Suntory. Yeah,
1: Suntory highball
0: and he's got two tall boys, you know. And, and... that's that's it. He keeps <laughs> it short and sweet and he mentions wrestling five times more than fucking any of them than Yo uh Goto and Yoshihashi. They barely yeah. like Goto this said isn't... match once. Yeah. This is some
1: insight. Yeah, and he talked
0: about, like, an
1: old man. Like, he tried to kill an old man. And then after, like, he saved him. <laughs> what a dick.
0: No, <laughs> and, I will do this.
1: I, I will do this. That's amazing.
0: Get away, <laughs> medical professionals and staff <laughs> with first right. aid training. I will, I will handle this.
1: Mess. I cost With my dick out. Balls. With my Oh, my God. That was one of the all time best ones, you know. But this was great. We get some just four guys talk, you know. And I love it. He's like, there's just the four of us. Maybe there'll be more. Maybe there'll be less. I don't fucking care. It's great.
0: Yep. At least he oh, talked man. about like something we're in. Like, yeah, he didn't really say anything. But I'm just like thrilled to have read that paragraph. He's like, <laughs> oh, he's talking about just four guys. Yay! And where it's like. <sighs> You know, no anecdotes or something. At least he actually acknowledges wrestling in his diary. Ah, oh. yeah, it was good. I
1: liked it. it. Sure. I liked it. Sure, the pictures are great because it makes me want to drink that whiskey, even though I hate whiskey, and I definitely don't want to drink a highball. <laughs> but man, no. those pictures make me look like make it look like I want one. You know, but no, I don't. And and he talks about shivering in the cold every day and how how hard it must be to be an old man that's a wrestler.
0: Well. I guess uh, you're shivering in the cold every day, so is he. Uh, I'll be putting the fan on at some point soon. So yeah, because it's fucking hot in Australia. But uh, it's just, it's just so weird it, that uh, yeah, the weather works like that. But uh, yeah, <laughs> nice. Sh- I don't know what I don't know, I don't know what I'm saying. But that was a nice short easy to read diary. It was kind of nice. It was kind of like a palate cleanser after the three wild rides that Yoshihashi, Yo and Goto gave me. And I was actually like, like I wouldn't, I would kind of like read the other ones just to have a laugh. I'd actually read Katamaru's just to be like, Hey, how are you going, dude? What's up? Yeah.
1: He might talk about wrestling.
0: That's right. And he might actually talk about wrestling for a paragraph. (laughs) Even might not say anything, but he'll talk about it, you know, but, uh, if you want to quickly back up, wrap this up, we can uh, have a quick uh, little squiz at Battle of the Valleys card if you like.
1: Yeah, let's take a look. Uh, the, it's interesting, huh. you know. I know we got a couple couple matches. I don't know if we All need right. to squiz we need to squiz on it or not, but you know. All
0: right, so we've got Alex C versus Jr. Kratos, and uh, if oh, uh, and Alex the Android, I just I actually want to watch that match just to see Kratos thrown around like a rag doll, but. Uh, also in the in the kickoff, it's David Finley versus Bobby Fish. And I'm like Oh, we've been expecting ex- this. Yeah, expect me. Oh, I, I am expecting you. Kickoff. Oh, um, okay, that's nice. Kickoff. All right, cool. Uh so we've got uh I don't know, we've got I guess Okada versus Tanahashi now. So uh our San Jose are getting fucking spoiled. Homicide versus uh Tom Lawler, no DQs, ring ropes will not be used in this bout. Okay, Uh, we've got Eddie Kingston, Jay White. Uh, We've got a very strong tag thing. Volleyball Junior, Kevin Knight, Kushida and the DKC versus Rocky Romero, Josh Alexander, Adrian Crest and uh, Mascara Dorada. It should be fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like L.A. Dojo, guys. The DKC is doing training. He's like leading one of the training classes at at the uh, uh, L.A. Dojo, which, by the way, they just recently put out a whole thing where they're doing a like beginner's class. Like literally you have never wrestled at all. You can go to the dojo now and they're having two classes that like here coming up. And one is like for, you know, for actual wrestlers. And one is for beginners. And like the DKC is, is one of the uh, trainers for the beginners class. I find that interesting.
0: I like that. He'll walk out and he'd be like, how's it going, everyone? I'm your teacher. The <laughs> DKC.
1: <Day-K-Z." laughs> I Milaner signed up for the class and he's like wearing a mustache. <laughs> he's like, No, I have never wrestled before. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to hang out with the DKC.
0: He loves that's it. right, he does. He loves the DKC. Uh we got a strong open weight tag team match. That's uh Motor City Machine Guns versus Jorel Nelson and Royce Isaacs. Oh, that would be so, good. Yeah. yeah, I'm into that. We got Kenta versus Fred Rosser. Uh, for the strong open weight title.
1: can uh, take that belt, please.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, we've Fred got Rosser, so you-
1: also one of the trainers, by the way. That's why he is getting this spot, is because he's like one of the trainers. Which, by the way, having a guy that was in WWE for like a decade as one of your trainers, fucking good move. Because those guys, like, like I saw Adam Rose wrestle once, right? And like he looked like shit. He hadn't like, you know, been training or anything, but even him, he had been in WWE for like a decade or whatever at that point. And he'd been on TV that long and known, like in the training. And he was tremendous, like even just all the little things. So like a guy like Fred Rosser, you wonder like, why is he in the spot? It's because he's got so much experience. They give teach a lot of really cool shit. That's valuable. So sorry, Luke.
0: Yeah, here's how you wrestle in front of the camera. Here's how you position yourself. Yeah. You know, here's, here's a how you handle this kind of stuff. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, absolutely. 100% agreed there. Uh, we got our uh, television championship match. Oh, my God. San Jose's definitely getting spoiled. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Clark Connors, the one, right? Yay! That's going to be an amazing match. And then... Uh, the last match that I haven't mentioned yet is uh, Kyrie versus uh, Mercedes Monet. So, gonna be a fucking good show.
1: Yeah, I'm interested in that match. It, it, it should be pretty good. I think it'll be fun. Um, what, what do you think you do? of What did you think of the uh, video that we saw? There was like a Clark Connors like video uh, kind of promo thing for the challenge of Zack Sabre Jr. do you think of that, Luke?
0: I, I fucking loved it because at the end of every if you guys watch it it's on uh, it's on the youtubes if uh, anyone wants to watch it just a short little promo that uh, clark connor's does to zach sabre jr every time clark connor's makes a point about something crushes a can <laughs> even even some even one time where he didn't make a point he's just like can't crush and it was like it's just a really cool little little video there nice little sense of humor and stuff uh, i thought he'd talk more about hunting for the tv title and stuff but uh, no it was more can crush it was it was it was adorable i liked it <laughs> it's gonna be a yeah, great he does, match too he doesn't want any heat man that's why he's oh, not talking right. about hunts. <laughs> so i don't know what division they're putting Ren Narita in i still don't know because he went for the, the tv title and they Zack Saber sabre jr's wrestling a junior so, I don't know. Is that a? He's a
1: heavyweight. He's a heavyweight. He is? Because now he's in the six-man. Heavy... Yeah, Shibata yeah, okay. was never a light, uh, like a junior. Come on.
0: All right.
1: Well,
0: All right.
1: He's a heavyweight. 100%. <laughs> He'll be in the G1 this year. He should have been in it last year.
0: Yeah. Man. There's going to be a lot of people just jostling for a position in that G1 this year. Don't you reckon? Dude,
1: it's it's exciting. This year's exciting because... You know, there's no such thing as travel restrictions anymore. There's no such thing as, you know, uh, they're supposedly uh, dropping the mask mandates in uh, Japan soon. So pretty That's soon right. it'll be 100 percent back to normal. Shit's going to get crazy. And we're going to see, you know, Jay White versus fucking Ren Narita or excuse me, not mate Well, hopefully Jay White. But uh, I was going to say Jeff Cobb versus Ren Narita or something like Where that. You Jeff know, Cobb? In the G1. Like we're going to see him in the G1. He'll be back. Yeah. There's, there's this, like that's, all, that's, I'm excited. That's what I'm
0: saying. That's the thing that blows my mind right now. New Japan feels a little stacked right now, and there's still quite a few guys. I'm like, all right, where's Farley? All right, he's busy doing Tomashi in New Zealand Dojo yeah. stuff. That's fine, but uh, uh, where's Mister Robbie? Where's uh, where's Aussie Open? Where's Jeff Cobb? Where's you know, this is so many guys. Where, where the fuck is Kushida? Stop being mad at him. Come on, you <laughs> Japan. Can you stop being mad at Kushida? I want to see him do good shit. I want to see him wrestle and have yeah. cool matches. I, I think he's the new.
1: I think he's the new head trainer at the LA dojo. I think he, that's right. what his role is going to be going forward. And he was supposed to face Kushida and lose, and it just didn't happen because of hand, foot, and mouth, and and side, and and top and bottom disease that
0: he had. So. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just want to see some cool Kushida stuff. I love Kushida. He's great. Yeah. Who doesn't like a bit of Kushida? Uh, apart
1: from, assholes. Uh, yeah. Assholes! That's who? <laughs> that's who doesn't like Kushida? Fucking assholes.
0: And uh, I won't go through any of the cards, but a week after that, we've got <gasps> lots of fantastic Mania. Lots of it. Oh, my God.
1: So that could be good. It could be bad. At least we get to see Volador Jr. before that on a big stage because he's really good but he's also a luchador so here's the problem with luchadors right they're like crash or burn you know meaning it's, it, it's all or nothing with, with a So like, they'll
0: pull the off, they'll are... pull off a move perfectly. Right. Or it'll or... look like a complete car
1: crash. <laughs> right. So, which is, I, Hey, fair enough, man. And so like, sometimes that goes really well. And sometimes it doesn't. So, you know, with Teton's figured out how to not botch constantly, even though he has a move that looks like a botch. So...
0: <laughs> um, Titan, was, get rid of know. that. Get rid of that. Um, Larry it to the corner where you go outside because it just looks like you slip through the ropes.
1: Yeah, it looks like you screwed up every time. Every time you can't get it right. So Oh
0: and and it's not an angle thing because I've seen him do that move from different angles and it sucks every time. Fucking stop it.
1: There was yeah. a uh, really cool moment. I think he was in the Jay White match, but it, maybe it wasn't. I'm not sure where the camera was sitting in the corner, right? And he was facing the other corner and there was like all kinds of cool shit happening. Maybe it was in the uh, House of Torture match and, uh, or excuse me, the strong style match. But uh, Kevin Kelly mentioned it. I was literally about to type it in my notes and Kevin Kelly was like, Oh, great work on the camera work. Cause they just stayed on this corner shot for like, this whole sequence. And it was so cool, man. The camera work on, that, on the uh, Osaka show was fantastic, man. They only missed like one move or one like Joe Kenta made a joke. I think that ended up being off off camera because they were, you know, they couldn't stop looking at the ace, which is just understandable, you know. Yeah, but uh, other true. than that, I think they caught absolutely everything. And it was really good. Man, you know, I wish that the announcers could have been there because I would have made it like a little better. But other than that, fantastic show, man. What a good show. Might
0: be one of the best remote uh commentary we've seen. Because I it. feel like that also feeding off the you know the live energy and just how big and open everything is now. So fuck yeah, man. So there's interesting whether we are super into it or super not into it, New Japan is doing a lot of interesting stuff, uh, telling a lot of stories and doing a lot of different things. So I'm excited for more.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, we got lots to talk about. And, like, I do have to say, Kevin Kelly, in particular, did a great job on commentary. What a guy, Kevin Kelly. He's the best.
0: He's just <laughs> I wonder why he's your favorite. Oh, yeah, because he mentioned you on, on, on live TV. <laughs> I, because oh my gosh. because I, I tweeted a picture of Lex Luger at him. <laughs> Even Charity it. looked up at the screen when your name was mentioned.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: And she's just sitting you. on the couch, uh, using, you know, playing playing on her phone or whatever, and reading something, and she heard your name, and we both just like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah.
1: So my viewing experience for the show was kind of different than normal. I woke up to my neighbors like blasting a radio or something, and I was like, what the fuck? And I looked at the like my phone, and it was like three th- like three fifteen or something. I'm like, ah, okay. So I go, you know, to the couch and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna watch this. And and I, so I missed the first match. So I I like turn it on and I see that LHA versus Hanma. I mean, Hanma's all I remember for that match. I don't care about the other people. Uh, but the LIJ the Hanma was the highlight for me too. He was so amazing. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm not mad at you, show, you know, because I was pissed off because I got woke up. You know, I was not planning on watching this live. And so uh, then I start to get into it a little bit. And then all my favorites were losing. <laughs> I went to bed so bad because <laughs> Jay lost. And I'm like, well, fuck it. I'll just turn it off now. <laughs> you know? And I went back and watched the rest later. And uh, I had this, like, I had a dream. <laughs> <laughs> a dream about Jay White, too. It was a dream that I was riding in a cab. And we split a cab together. And <laughs> he just nice. tore up about losing. And I was like, what happened, man? You know. Oh. It was <laughs> it, I, my my little nap that I got right before work, uh, after the show was restless because of all this. And like, what a time to be a wrestling fan, and what a what a, a fun experience it is to be that. So anyway, I'm I, I don't know. This was, this show is great. I love it.
0: Definitely. Hate it. And it looks like we get enough bloody wake off. Yeah, Which is never kind realm. of weird. Yeah, so uh, I guess I guess we'll do one of uh, Charity's favorite episodes next, because uh, the one the one episode that uh, we're guaranteed to have fewer listeners on, but guaranteed to have an extra listener on, is Charity. She likes Never Realms. Yeah, man, they're
1: not bad. See, and like, I I think that. You know, it could be a never room, but listeners, it could also be some crazy interview that we just drop out of you know, on you out of nowhere, too. See, <laughs> you never know, yeah. it does.
0: <laughs> you don't know what we're doing. That's all right, because neither do we. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yes. Uh, I have no idea what I was about to say, but uh i think i'll say if, if there's nothing else for uh mr Guy, it's, it's only a one show show oh man. yeah i don't want to keep talking but uh unless mr guy has anything to add even though he was a fucking jerk tonight in Gato. we trust i
1: was trying to stretch it out there at the end <laughs> 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 this time you were doing it